Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. And so within the second first six months after we split up, my mom said something really profound to me. She's like, Philip, it wasn't really profound, but she's like, Philip, every woman you've ever loved has left you. And I, I realized that and I was like, holy shit, mom, you're right. It's not all of them. It's something that's going on within myself. And so the fact that I didn't value myself and the fact that I couldn't find joy or happiness within myself, and I always had to rely on other people to do that, puts a lot of pressure, <laughs> puts a lot of pressure on a relationship, you know? <laughs> and so eventually you get to a point where like, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so look, looking back, I, I, you know, I see it all, it all, it all became super clear for me. And so I couldn't, I couldn't end a relationship and start another one when I felt, when I felt this way about myself. And so that was, um, Anyway, that, so I ended a relationship feeling shitty about myself, my, my ex-fiance, and then I went into a new relationship with my ex-wife feeling shitty about myself. I was just really good at hiding it at the point, at that point. And so it all just eventually just came back up again. And I love that you said that because I can see so much of, so much of me, so much of friends, so much of family that I that have gone through the same thing, but have never expressed it in like, in such a clear and concise way, like you, you have. One of the things that, that I, that I hear is admitting it, you know what I mean? To yourself. Yeah. And not only that, it's like really getting clear that you were the common denominator. <laughs> That's fucking huge, man. That's huge. Yeah. I commend you on that because that's that's a that's a big deal. I, I myself went through it. I think this my last relationship is what what caused me to to enter the the same realizations that that you just shared. And it's a big deal to really admit to yourself that you are the source of your life. That this was happening because I was there and I was the one participating. Right. It's a radical responsibility. It is radical responsibility. That's freaking, that should be a t-shirt. That's freaking exactly what it is. I know. I just came up with that just now. I'm like, yeah, radical responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. I'm telling you, we've got to spread the word. Human contact word. Um, That's a, that's a big deal. So I just want to commend you. I want to like acknowledge you on that because it takes, you know, it takes a big person to, it takes a big person to be accountable. You know, and, and I can hear in your story how every time that you rose up to that challenge, you know, your your life opened up. You know, do you have any regrets? Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. There's no like there was there was no mistakes. Everything happened the way that it was supposed to happen. And so, you know, definitely definitely no regrets. So I don't know. I obviously like <clears throat> Obviously, when I look back, I could, I'm like, oh, shit, I could have done that differently. I could have done that differently. I, you know, I 
you know, I could have, or I should have, it doesn't really matter because the only thing that really matters is the present moment, you know, being right here right now with you getting to share the story, hopefully being able to help and impact like a lot of other people's lives and living the life that I have now, like I give up, give up what, what and who I am now to go back and change and, and be potentially be someone completely different. Like definitely no regrets at all. Yeah. You know, did you ever ask yourself why, why is this happening to me or what's happening? What's going on? Did you ever have that phase? Mm, I don't think so. I, I don't think I had a, I don't think I had a why moment where, you know, like, why, why is this happening to me? Why? I can't, I can't say, I can't say that I have. I, I feel like deep down, deep down, you know, subconsciously, I, I knew why. And it was because I, it was because I needed to grow and it was because I needed to change. So if if we were, if we were to stay together, nothing would have changed. I'd still feel terrible about myself. Yeah. You know, I, I would still, I would, we would be in the same, you know, the same place and I'd be working the same job, doing the same thing, living, you know, just kind of letting my subconscious, you know, direct wherever I'm going to go, not really like living in any sort of conscious conscious reality um kind of just being stuck in the matrix and like i i knew that there was something i needed to to get away from and so the, the there was no there was no why i mean i every people say oh you know philip everything happens for a reason and we get really tired of hearing that sometimes however it's the truth <laughs> i'm like okay there there's a reason Okay, so to answer your question, I'm like, okay, there's a reason why. <laughs> so I guess I guess there was there was that moment of like, okay, why, you know, what's what's the reason? Like there there is a reason. So I guess I have to retract what I said. Yeah, there was <laughs> there was the moment of of why, what's what's the reason, you know, what's the reason for this? And so um and it eventually came up. And so now I get to help other people with, with their process as well. And so, and I get to be a model for my daughter and, you know, help her, help her see that she's able to accomplish whatever it is she wants to and that she should. And, you know, to empower her to be able to, to be the most powerful and influential version of herself. And so everything, you know, everything that I'm learning and everything that I'm taking on and everything that I'm able to help people with, I'm able to pass on to her as well. And so she is, she's going to be someone who is like absolutely incredible when she gets older. I, I just see it not to put pressure on her. <laughs> <laughs> like okay no pressure kid but you're destined for great things and this is you know this is what you got this is what you got to do like you know she doesn't have to live out my dreams i just want her to i want her to just be able to have the have the courage 
and have the confidence to be able to tackle whatever it is that she wants to. And so in order to be able to see that, see that future and see that reality for her, I have to be able and willing to live it for myself as well. And it sounds like you're doing it, Philip, like in, in all honesty, like the way that you're going through the obstacles that life is presenting and then, you know, hurdling them, getting to the other side and the way that you're doing it, you know, you it's exemplary. Um, for the audience that hasn't seen the pictures that I've seen of, of Philip and his daughter, it's like that was my first encounter with you was like physical encounter, like seeing you for the first time was seeing those photos. And what I felt seeing it was love. I'm like, wow, this guy and his daughter, this is amazing because both of you are glowing and that you can't fake. You cannot fake love. You can't fake when you're the source of love. You can't fake when you're in love. You can't fake love in general. So I really got that. And then I was like, man, I was excited to interview you because I was like, I can't wait to meet this guy. And, you know, you're, you're coming in, in in the flesh now. And it's like, it's amazing. It's you're you're providing that that role, um, that role model for your your daughter. And I think that, you know, as parents, I'm not a parent myself. I had a a small stint of being a stepdad, but we make a difference, not just with kids, with everybody around us. And it, it starts with you accepting yourself, you loving yourself, which, you know, we hear in your story that you've done. Is there anything that, that you would now that know, right? Like you've, you've gone through the, the, you've gone through the turmoil. What would you do differently? What I would do differently is um, in reality, nothing because I'm where I'm at now, which is exactly where I'm supposed to be. However, if I, if I knew what I knew now, um, like all, all of, all of the things, what I would do differently is really stay away from really stay away from trying to find external sources of happiness um, for so long. There's something that I expected from my ex and something that I expected from my daughter. And it was something I expected from my job. And a lot of people expect it from their attorneys a lot of people expect it from other family members or their friends. And, you know, there was plenty of other people I expected it from except for myself. So you, you're, you, that's not something your, your happiness and your peace isn't something that you can put on anybody else because once they're gone, then what are you left? You're not left. You're not left with anything, you know? And so, I would have taken more radical responsibility and ownership over how I was feeling um, at a much at a much earlier stage, rather than waiting until things were you know things were so bad before I was able to make those make those changes. But Eckhart Eckhart Tolle, he, you know, he talks about in his New Earth book, and it might be in the Power of Now also, where like suffering is, you know, in essence, suffering is 
the source of growth. Like people, people were like, we're born as just completely, completely present beings. And then like all the rest of the shit and all the rest of the programming like starts to come in. But when we are, when we're totally present, like that's when we really are who we are. And so the suffering shit, I forgot my, I I like totally got lost in my train of thought. The suffering, um, the suffering, like the pain is like what forces us into change. So we were super conscious when we're really young. And then as we get older, we become super unconscious. And then we like naturally want to get back to being conscious. And so um, challenges come up, obstacles come up, pain comes up. And the pain is the opportunity to get back to being conscious. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.